the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 310 of the Heart of LFC podcast. That's right. We're calling this one's Milestones and Memories. Why? Well, that was one heck of a milestone match for us against Juarez. And yes, memories are, are bubbling back up. Thanks to Chicho and Moose coming back to town. So yes, that is why we're calling it Milestones and Memories. Um First off, man, uh, it's going to be rough seeing Chicho back. I ain't going to lie. Um, you know, mixed mix feelings, especially since he was the winner, thanks to you guys, of the Heart of LAFC Award last year. Yep, he was. Uh, you saw the you saw the trophy presentation. So it was a little tough seeing him come back this way. Um, but you know what? Cool. All right. Good for him. Um, good to see things working out for him, just as long as he doesn't do it against us. And that's going to be the story of it. I expect him to be respectful no matter what, because he does have a lot of love for all of you. Still does have a lot of love for all of you. But, hey, sport is sport. And we're out there to win something just like they are. And so once that whistle blows, it's on. Of course, to get into the show today and cover the last match, preview the next one, talk about new signings, who's eligible, right? New faces, new faces. We got to bring our boy back into the mix. We've got Tony here. Tony, how are you doing? What's going on, you guys? I am doing well after that 7-1 trouncing of Juarez. I think that's what we all expected, honestly. Well, I expected a little bit less, but not a 7. Not 7. And, again, people are saying, like, Juarez is this killer. Like, you know, they play great against the top teams in the Mexican League, but... I'm sorry that we when we have rest, we're on a different level. When we're not playing every other every other day, there's a different level that we can do. And also on top of that, we have new signings that just came in, so we just bolstered our ammunition even better. So, well, I mean, the one thing that Dolo kept saying, not only rest, but it's just a chance to work together, to work through some things, to figure some things out, to build some chemistry back in the lineup. Um, and figure out what works and what doesn't were the big things he was talking about. And when you finally get a little rest and you finally get communication working, oh, and you add the competition of having new faces that make you more accountable. Oh, and have somebody heading off that was waiting to head off for a little while here. Uh, it all just kind of creates this beautiful mix of of energy uh, that results in in good good performances, good competitions. So that was good for us. Of course, I think we were all a little bit. Uh, you know, shy, you could say after getting, you know, humbled by, by Leon. And so we didn't know what to expect with another Liga Mekis opponent coming into the house. But I, I think we're quickly learning in this tournament, there's the top five in Liga Mekis, and then there's kind of everybody else, um, which happens in both, you know, most leagues. So we can see the giant, you know, gap um, in talent levels within that league. And it's showing itself just like we have a gap here and everywhere else. Um, not all are superstars. And yes, we tend to get our butts kicked by the top teams, right? Um, traditionally, MLS, because it's always the same five or six teams that everybody has to face. And so this gives us a chance to see how other teams fare. Uh, and it's been, it's been a little bit eye-opening. I know all the other stuff on the road or whatever. Hey, it's a tournament. They accepted it. 
you got to play for what you got to play for. That's life. Uh, all right, so let's get into that match. Of course, it got off kind of interesting. Uh, it was a bit of a battle uh, back in a fourth. Uh, it wasn't like a, a run out. Uh, it was it was competitive. It was competitive till till mid second half, I would say. Um, first half, yes, definitely um, back and forth, tight um, chances. We're going both ways. If you look at the stats, it looked pretty even in the lead up. Um, of course, until the 31st minute. All right, Tony, what happened in the 31st minute? The many of multiple goals is pretty much to say. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like top of the lot, box. Top of the box, right? like ricocheted. And I love that the Juarez players decided to raise their hand like it was offsides, even though one of them was slow to get off the post, which as a defender, you're... As soon as that ball is out of the box, you're taught to push forward quickly to make sure no one's on sides. And what ended up happening is Acosta, of course, takes a shot and ping pongs off the number of number of Hollington into the goal to be directed, confusing the keeper, of course, because he was diving the way the ball was supposed to go. We gets redirected by Hollington, goes in, Waters players raise up off sides, even the player that kept them on sides raised his hand offside until he realized, wait, oops, I'm the one that kept him on size and pushes in one nil. Human nature, right? You do whatever you can to get whatever you need. Um, I can't blame him. You got to do something. You got to make some noise. Of course, it keeps going uh, only two minutes later, and this was just as entertaining as it freaking gets. Uh, Carlos Vela, 33rd minute. Uh, goalkeeper makes a bit of a blunder, you could say. Uh, a a blunder, a huge okay, major blunder. blunder. I would be yelling. Um, basically, <laughs> hands it to our most skilled player, uh, who who just proceeds to chip it back into his net. Um, nobody really was able to cover back for it. Highlight goal. Congratulations. There you go. Well, uh, let's just yeah. let's just talk about this real quick. Not even like the goal part. Goal, beautiful, hundred percent. But as both of us who played keeper, you're taught that ball is not to be pushed down, but to be caught. And that was a catchable ball, let's be honest. Well, it's the two things, right? One, you catch it. Two, you punch it. I mean, you know, you put the ball high, so it gives your, your, the defenders a chance to at least recover if you're not going to get a piece of it and get it out of there. You know, I mean, and if you do put it high again, they can adjust and you can adjust. You can get back into your goal. But yeah, it was like a downward. Uh, it was weird. It was definitely mistimed all the mm -hmm. way. And then just Vela pure class. This was this was one of those vintage Vela days yet again. Um, everywhere doing what he has to do and, and making it look a little too easy um, at times. You know, he was having fun with this match, and that was good to see. Of course, um, they do. Well, we go to half right. 2-0, thinking, eh, this ain't so bad. You know, we'll do just fine. Get to the second half, and this was when you see the score line, right? The seven-one. These next, oh, what, fifteen minutes, ten minutes, right? Ten minutes. You would have never thought it. If you're watching this portion of the game, you're like, "Oh man, LAFC's in trouble." Of course, by get by the forty-seventh minute, they do hit us for one. Um, yeah, you know, Amari Escoto got us, and it looked like all momentum was shifted their way. We were in trouble. Um, it looked like we were in trouble. It looked like they woke up. They found an adjustment. They figured something out. 
and they were they were hurting us. Um, but we're good at counterattacks, right? Right, Tony. I mean, that's something that we've we've prided ourselves on. No, that's our bread and butter since season one. Let's be honest. Like, come on now. Like counterattack with what in the fifty second minute with Dennis Buanga, who had two opportunities. If you give him the second opportunity, he's going to put it away. And yeah, it's the start of multiple goals by our star players. Which again, rest is a big issue when you need to use it. Let's be honest. Yeah, instead of fading, we were gaining strength, and every substitute we brought in brought that much more energy. Mm-hmm. Everyone was flying. Everyone was ready to go. Um, so, yeah, Carlos gets another goal. Uh, Buanga oh. gets a couple more, right? Uh, oh, yeah, vintage Vela yeah. goal, though. Come on now. Okay, yeah. I can't. You can't write this one off. It was, it was probably – I like how goal of the year, but we've had a lot of them already. Um, yeah, pretty much this year. Vintage. Sure. Vintage Vela, but maybe one of his best vintage, you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, it was absolute perfection. Uh, it, it was a world-class f- finish uh, is what it is. Um, the best part, you know, Tony and I had the advantage. Of course, he didn't because his back's the goal. But I had the advantage of watching Carlos's face on this, okay, in, in real time. And I just remember that defender kind of takes one wrong step, right, falls back body weight goes back and Vela just got this huge smile on his face. Like you could see, he was like, Oh dude, thank you. Um, and at that point he comfortably took the shot. It wasn't like he was hurrying it or he just comfortably just took the shot and, and damn, made it look easy. Uh, I don't know how anyone makes that look easy, but he made it look easy. Um, he was co- totally confident in the finish. And of course he put it away and, celebration was fun to see as well uh just the the whole vibe uh was good and at that point i think that was it you know there wasn't much to get from them anymore maybe a couple counters but at that point floodgates open buanga he basically got one in the 66th um 78th after vela uh came out because let's be honest vela was staying in longer because he wanted a hat trick right i mean seemed pretty obvious that's why he was mm-hmm. still in the game otherwise he would have been gone in you know the 65th right 60 mm-hmm. 65 um but then yeah something went wrong took him off uh we keep going with this and then eventually ordas the guy we all said it was due for about three weeks now <laughs> um gets one finally gets one um earned well done great finish uh got the job done in the 90th it took him you know it took him to the 90th but he still did the job um confidence has been there just needed this one and now uh, i think it's good news for all of us uh that he's got that under his belt um game set match 7-1 uh that simple uh tony your impressions on this match um overall it was a really good match as we know yes we did trounce him 7-1 and this is what is expected of a higher tier caliber team, not, not just in MLS also in the, in the Mexican league is this is what should be done to like, and Juarez is not a great team. Like, you know, in their short history that they have, like I said, it's 12, like 12, like the bottom of the league half the time. Yes, they are improving with their new head coach and everything like that. But with our caliber, with our stars, with, everything that we have, we should be able to do this to them. You know what I mean? Um, most of the time when Juarez does win, it's the teams overlooking them. That was my biggest concern yeah. moving forward. And we did 
in the first 47 minutes, we did overlook them. We thought this was going to be a cakewalk. This is going to be easy. And now it's, and then after that goal with, from Buwanga, and then after that, we just pretty much turned on the, the, the jets and just flew off. And we hopefully, I'll say this now because it's going to be it's going to be a trend and everyone's going to forget. We need to continue this finishing moving forward because that is the main issue is yes, we when we score, we score and it's great. But remember in the beginning of the season, I yes, I know fatigue is a big factor of this, but we couldn't finish and we were giving up points, giving up wins and everything like that. So that is my major concern moving forward into this moving forward and then of course Hopefully MLS gets their dream final that they want, but let's just get moving on to who we're going to face next before we talk about that. It ain't easy after this. So uh, my take on the match, I'll, I'll put it this way. We finally finished on transition on counters, something that maybe, maybe Juarez got suckered into following the uh, Leon series and how, how we handled that series where transition didn't exist. It was very slow and methodical in the way we approached it because guys were tired. In this one, we ran, we did the run and gun counter. And I don't think they were ready for that. I don't think they were ready for the explosiveness, uh, even from Carlos Vela. Uh, if you watch that series against Leon, we looked pretty much out of it. Um, that wasn't the day. Uh, and, and they got caught. The other big thing, if you look at the statistics of it all, they had 19 shots. We had 20 shots. I know, right? We had 10 on goal. They had five. There's your difference. We put it on net this time. We were clinical in what we were doing. Um, 50% is better than we've pretty much ever done. Uh, <laughs> and it was actual goal scoring chances. We were right on point. So that was the big difference for us. We figured out how to counter them. We figured out how to finish on the counter. Uh, and guys just look, they look ready. I think that was that was the big thing. They saw more possession than us, right? They held the ball longer, but we just took advantage of that run and gun. Like, good. Bring them in, send them on the run. Uh, fouling and all that, again, pretty even in the match. You look at the stats, all even. But again, it's just a matter of finishing and counterattack. That, that's what the game plan was. Um, you know, looking at the roster, seeing who was available, it was pretty accurate as to what we were going to go with, except... The long and Chiellini, I think that was that was Bam's Bam's thing, right? He wanted long and Chiellini. He got that. Um, and Buke up top, I think we all wanted that kind of sorta. And then Bogush in the midfield definitely was Tony's world right there. Uh, <laughs> and it worked itself out in this game. That's for sure. Um, the other bright spots, of course, was Sergi Palencia getting into the match, finally getting him back onto the field again. It's been a long time coming, and you could see how much it did help to actually give Ryan Hollingshead a chance to come off the field and not put us at risk. Huge, huge for us uh, to have that. Um, uh, beyond that, if we're looking at performances, again, I'm happy with what I saw at a 7-1. It's easy to be happy. You don't get, get too crazy about it, um, too worried about it. Um, you can't take too much away in the negativity on a 7-1 because you're just partying. Let's be honest. It's not going to be analyzed that way. Um, they're left licking their wounds and they have to figure things out. But for us, moving on, you know, moving on, doing our thing. Um, three stars. I know we have been kind of calm on this one, Tony. If you were going to look at your three stars, I know this is freaking obvious. Uh, let her rip, man. Who's your three stars? 
Um, my first one is Ordaz. Okay. Finally getting the goal is my my top performer. Um, Buanga, my second, and Vela, the last. Dan, get a hat trick and you don't get the first star. Check that out. Um, I know, yeah. I know, I know. But Ordaz came in and did what he needed to do. Like, I understand the hat trick and what uh, Denise did and everything like that. But yeah. as a as a substitute, as a forward, you're you know what you're put into for more momentum. And if you get the opportunity to score, you score. And he was, like we all said, it was waiting for him, and he finally did it. So. I mean, he still had to time things proper, you know, get the job done. So, um, all right. I, I'm laughing because I honestly I think during the game, we're all like waiting for that Vela hat trick. And then Danny Buanga just kind of snuck in there and goes, my hat trick, uh, <laughs> which was kind of fun to see. Um, three stars. Yeah, I think it's it, it's it's really, really obvious, right, who gets them because they performed. Um, yeah, Ordaz, we'll give him the first star. Let's be honest. Let's go with it. Um, I'm going to say Vela Wow. Buanga second star. He's got the hat trick. Uh, Vela third star for my vote. So there it is for the count. Um, guys, definitely thank you for always voting on this. Keep it going. We are keeping score here. Um, end of the season, we'll still be handing out a new shiny heart of LASC trophy to the team's MVP. And it is still in the running now that Vela is going vintage mode. He's rising up the standings and others. So... Yeah, all good things right there. If you were going to pick another star outside of those three goal scorers, sir, uh, who would you go for? Um, Acosta, to be honest, because he seemed like he was on the right trajectory. And unfortunately, his goal was taken away. You never know if he would have put it <laughs> in or not, but his goal was in the way. And the other one, of course, is Holland said, you're always doing his diligence to get your multiple goals. Because again, he's yours and uh burke burke's favorite player by far by far that's my guy because he's always everywhere doing everything asking doing volunteering it's the guy man he just does the job and and doesn't always have to look super pretty at it but boy he reads the game well it's good to have a guy like him in the lineup uh, all right, so we will move this on forward. Um, I'm just going to throw it right away to the uh, reactions from you guys. I see the comments flying. Let's just get into it. You know what that means, right? That's right. Questions, comments, confessions, whatever you want to throw out there, you let it rip. Have fun with it, guys. All right, we got 29 on deck. This should be fun. Uh, top of the list, we got Anthony Bermudez in the mix. We've got Lola S. in the mix. Welcome on, Lola. Uh, we've got Soccer USA says, let's do this. Uh, Mark Lopez, we want the cup, the league's cup, and more. Soccer USA says, predicting Bogush with the brace. You never know, man. Um, if Ordas can finally get one, everyone's on the clock. Uh, LSC Wolf says, good evening. Good seeing you on here. Dave Gomez in the mix says, hello, fellows. Almost almost go time yeah we're doing a late one guys on a pregame uh daniel angel says fufu should change his name to fufu yeah i know funny nickname right but he's eligible to play so that's good news uh he should get minutes in this game uh daniel angel how long until lac eclipses seven goals will they ever break this record i would say yes <laughs> they will i'm not sure it's gonna be this year if you look at the competition down this line, it ain't pretty. 
We'll we'll definitely get into leagues cup and talk more of it down down the line while we're previewing the next game. But it ain't pretty. I mean, basically, it's the gauntlet of everyone you don't want to play on our side of the bracket. And Miami gets to basically play teams that are basically have eight effective players. Um, let's be real. So, eh, yeah, not easy on our side of the bracket. Uh, Team Bonilla, good evening, y'all. Like it. We have Thickety Wickets in the mix. We got Oscar El Coyote. I'll see you at the game tomorrow, sir. Putting in the work like always. Uh, Soccer USA down in on hell, still at it. There we go. <laughs> He's calling it for everybody. There's Daniel on hell. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> this was this was funny from Danny. Uh, he says, Vintage Vela, including going out with a thigh injury. Well, thigh injuries are his thing, man. Um, it, it what's more traditional than a than a, than a Vela uh back post corner thing of beauty off the left foot? the left quad going funky. I mean, <laughs> well, we all know uh, at a certain age, this is life. Uh, yeah. Let's just hope he's okay. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, soccer, you say seriously though, whatever happened to Gomez jr. To LAFC fans. Uh, let's see. I'm going to move it to, Hey, Steven Diltz, new face in the mix says Aloha. I have tickets to LAFC on August 20th. Don't be a stranger, sir. What happened? be moved remember oh okay so i guess if we advance and another team advances then that's a colorado match right mm-hmm. that's the flexi match uh mm-hmm. steven well you might be buying tickets for leagues cup instead so just Final. be prepared for that oh yeah probably if it's messy the rose bowl i ain't gonna say it but i'm gonna say it um, don't be surprised if it goes to a big house. They gotta make money. Hey, this is a money cup. We all know it's a money cup. It's like Parmalat Cup back in the day, man. It's you know what this is about. Um, I know, I know. So, Steve, save your money. You might have to spend more. Just be prepared. Uh, good seeing you on here. Uh, Burke Fournier, all the stars to Polly the pigeon. Thank you for bringing up this up, Burke, because it was absolutely hilarious that that Polly the pigeon. I think we had all kinds of names for for, for the pigeon. It was it was amazing, but um, I was just waiting for Bond to come out of nowhere and turn that thing into just a down pillow, because um, you're just waiting for it, right? Uh, thankfully, Bond just took a break for the night and and let Polly the pigeon be a good luck charm. Uh, our extra our extra man on the field. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. Uh, Saki so USA saying enjoy the game to Steven Diltz. Again, you might be watching a different one. Um, Saki so USA, the legend of Polly the Pigeon. Now I got to bring pigeons to every game. Uh, Ox is in the mix. Before I keep going, there is somebody gen- entering the game here. Uh, Exit substitution, that is Araceli. Hello, Araceli. How are you doing? She wasn't expecting Very that. Very well. Hilarious. <laughs> so uh we are in the comments this is what we're doing here now you're in the mix haha uh and we'll keep going uh good seeing you on here again late night for araceli putting in the putting in the overtime she was ready to go last week when we pushed the episode back um because araceli is always ready but uh we're good to have you back on happy to have you back on I know the deadlines keep approaching, so keep it going. And we'll we'll definitely get some LAFC2 coverage and more from Aerosoli as we continue.
Um, Soccer USA says, "What in what world can RSL stop Buanga? An RS? <laughs> I think an RSL world is we score one more than Buanga, uh, like the chaos game we saw with Messi last night, where they should have probably lost six to four, uh, but you know." The soccer gods prevailed, I guess. Um, I mean, I, I, I guess if Miami was actually in the Caribbean, then Ferrer would have scored his two, but that didn't happen. So there's that. Um, <laughs> Stephen Diltz says, if the boys make it to the finals, will they play at BMO? Because uh, they definitely won't play on the 20th, and I'm flying off the island for it. Um, yeah, I think it will be Rose Bowl or something big. I can't see it any other way, especially if it's messy down the line. Um, I just don't see it staying small. I don't. Um, am I saying it's going to happen? I'm not saying it's going to happen. I just let's let's be real. This is a cash grab cup. Ask Dallas supporters. Okay, they're going to do what they can to make as much money they can. Messi's only going to be here for what two years, probably that, and he's healthy right now. Do what you can, make the money that you can. Bessie, two two shows in Los Angeles in like what two and a half weeks? They're gonna cash in. They're gonna cash in. It's gonna be crazy pricing. You expect it. This is how it works. This is business. It funds the league for I don't know how long as they keep making the money off this dude. I mean, if they force us to play on the fourth of July when nobody wanted to be there on the fourth of July, so they could get on Apple TV and have a showcase match, why wouldn't they do it again? Am I wrong, Tony? No, you're not wrong. I wish you were wrong, but you're not wrong. It's a cash grab, like I said. Like I said on Black and Gold. Um, I don't care about this cup until we're in the finals. Then I care about this cup because we all know this is a cash grab. The only beneficial of winning this cup is a automatic bid into Champions League or champions cup or whatever they changed it to now so but again we all know this is a it's a cash cow and it became a more of a cash cow when uh, Messi joined the ranks in inter miami and remember it's inter miami i don't care what anyone tells me inter is a team that comes from milan that is inter so you say enter Miami, people, please. Oh, you, you can't just call them enter. And honestly, I don't really call them that. I, I prefer Miami, but whatever. It's cool. Oh, I've had people cool. say that to me and be like, oh, yeah, you're going to watch Interplay. I was like, well, I mean, they're, well, they're, it's they're, like, they're in Japan. Like, they're not here. It's like, what the hell are you talking about? And they're like, oh, no, Miami. I'm like, you mean Miami, not enter, enter. Yeah. He's saying, do these same people call RSL Real? Yeah, true. That's broken. Yeah, it's just silly. It's just silly season right there. Um, nah, man, it's Inter Miami. That's what it is. It's a messy show. Let them do what they do as long as we beat them. Uh, let's see. Dave Gomez. Ellis Form looks to be back. What have you heard of his leg issue? Okay, this is not a quote from Club. This is just uh, the ether. Um, I'm hearing game time decision. That's what I heard. Um, that wasn't from the club. That was from other people, but, um, yeah, that's what I heard. Game time decision. We'll see what happens. 
So he did take a knock in the game because he played too many minutes because he wanted a hat trick. Tell me I'm not wrong on this. Yeah, I know. I know. But we have new toys to play with, so maybe we'll be okay. Um, and it is RSL. I'm not discrediting them. They're a much better team now. But, yeah, <laughs> it's not Leon, people. Um, all right, I'll go to Soccer USA. He says, too bad Mario Gonzalez not in the squad yet because of the center of RSL's 18-yard box going to be more open than the Great Plains tomorrow night. Uh, that's why Bogus gets the brace. I like your thinking, sir, and you may be correct in that. Um, Tillman could be another one if he's ready to go. They can hit from the top of the box. I'm just saying. Acosta can hit from distance. I'm with you on this. Well, when we break these guys down, I mean, they should get scored on by us. There's no doubt. It's just, again, their game plan at this point is we'll just put in one more than the other guy and, and run it. Should be fun. Should be a fun game. Uh, Team Bonilla says, is there still talks for another Rose Bowl game? Please say no. If it ain't the Rose Bowl, then it's SoFi. I don't see Coliseum anymore, but it ain't the Rose Bowl. It's SoFi. I can't see it not going to a giant stadium. Color me shocked if it ends up at BMO if we get that far. I will be shocked. They're probably willing to lose some money on a bet on that one. Or beers. Whatever. You know how that works. Uh, Daniel Angel says, since Chiki drew the PK, that that's an assist. First offensive stat of the season. A PK assist. Man, you should imagine that. <laughs> hey, Chiki had a good game. Uh, that's for sure. Oh, Soccer USA says, we also we need LeBron to help us recruit Mbappe. There's only a small problem with that. LeBron was hanging out at the Inter-Miami game um, last time they were at home. So, yeah. Um, I don't know what they'll do with Mbappe. I, I like the Mbappe rules for the one-year rental. Um, I'm down. If you're down, I'm, I'm good with that. Um, be fun to see. And I guess they're upping salary cap next year, so even more are coming here. We'll see how that plays out. Oh, okay. Soccer says, says, I wonder if Sifu leaving pressure Palacios to level up. Okay, so we all know Sifu and Palacios have been on the market. They've been on the market for a while. Um, again, I don't want to out anybody's info that I've got, but I will say this. Palacios is on the market. Palacios value, value is good. Palacios is perfectly happy where he is at the moment, but he is ready to move. He's a gamer. Uh, he, he will, he will do what he has to do to win this year. Um, if he gets to leave, he gets to leave in, in the off season, but he looks fully committed to this season. And then in the, in the winter, we're probably going to lose him. That's what it looks like to me. Um, I am not worried about him. He's been playing pretty good here now that he's arrested, right? Um, he'll be fine. He'll get, he'll get his contract that he needs. I have every bit of confidence in it. He'll just keep doing well. He's good. Um, Barry Robinson, what will be the general feeling towards Chicho? Uh, can't help but show the man love. Wish he was still in black and gold. So, so I will say this I would give the man the hug if I could. I know it's it's not par for the course for a visiting player to come anywhere near the supporter section. That's just there's a lot of cross lines there. Um, so I don't see that happening. I think he would respect that situation, but you'll see a lot of waves, you'll see a lot of stuff like that. Um, do I expect him to celebrate if he scores on us? I don't, I don't, I'd be surprised. It would be shocking if he did, um, unless he's got lost in the moment, which happens to players. Um, 
but he respects the hell out of 3252. He respects the organization. He wishes he was still here. Of course, with the living wage, um, he would have still been here for what he does. Um, and it's a, it's a damn shame that we weren't able to do it, but MLS is going to MLS, right? And if we had next year's rules applying to now where the rumors are playing, we would, he would still be here a year off people. Uh, that's pretty much what's going on there. Um, yeah, I think there will be some people that are going to be really dry towards him and, and kind of brutal. Cause again, it's a competitive match. Some people, levels of respect for former performances aren't as high as you would hope them to be. Uh, but everybody has the freedom to do what they wish. Right. Um, it'll be a mixed bag. I think, I think it will be, especially if he scores on us. And I think, you know, bets are off, right. People are going to be mad, but yeah, pregame, I think is going to be nice and lovely and lots of waves. Um, smalls Kenobi says up everyone. There he is. Marvin Chavez in the mix. With the uh, X3 band, I saw that. That was pretty interesting, sir. Uh, we have the Barry Robinson going for the pigeon. Had the best seat in the house in the first half. Braver show up pregame with Ollie in the house. Right, right. Barry's also voting for SoFi. <laughs> right, uh, or Coliseum. I just don't know if Coliseum can handle these things anymore. It would be cool, though. That is kind of our home, too, right? Um, Team Bonilla says, doesn't the winner of the League's Cup also go to the Club FIFA World Cup, or am I wrong? I thought that was a backdoor, too. Tony, isn't that a back... You, you back into the Club World Cup with this tournament? Um, I, thought I, saw that too. I thought I saw that, but I'm not 100% sure. I know it's an automatic bid into... Um, Champions League. Yeah. Champions but, Cup. Yeah. Yeah, so I... Gotta do some homework before this episode. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I heard it, then I didn't hear it, then I heard it again. I, I don't know. It's weird. Um, Marvin says, uh, Plastic is gonna be so hard to replace for. So I agree, man. He's gonna be a huge loss for us. But I, I would anticipate Hollingshead would shift back to left, and then we'd do some work on on you know Escobar and someone to support Escobar moving up. There are some young kids that play right back pretty strong. So I think we have some solutions there. But, dude, with an increased salary cap, we good. We're going to find find some players. Uh, Wolf, I'm over the Rose Bowl, so take it to SoFi. I was over the Rose Bowl after the 94 World Cup, people. I'm just going to throw that out there. It's been, it's been trash for 40 years. Sorry, Rose Bowl lovers. Um, but it's not a fun time to go to a game, especially a day game. If you like heat stroke, it's your place. Um, parking stinks. It's just, yeah, I don't, get, I've never understood it. There's no, no connection to anything. So you're completely like separated from, from the world while you're down in the bowl there. I, it's not, I don't like it either, but money's money, right? Need a big stadium. <laughs> Soccer USA. Nobody plays at SoFi while Taylor Swift is in town. I, practically rebranding re Inglewood to Taylor Swift or something. I don't know. Pretty crazy all the shows being played. That is true. Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Junior giving me hell about not shaving my beard. I know, and it's not even for religious reasons or anything. It's just I gotta go see Roman to get my hair cut. What, what can I do? Um, it's good. 
when the boys stop playing, you know, three games or what, six games in a month, and and yeah, I guess I'll have to get a haircut. But I'm good. I'm good. Oh, LAC Wolf. Um, if we go to Rose Bowl, they better bring the Carson Banders down. Oh, they're long down. Um, it's our house at that point. Not like we have to face them. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Um, yeah, it'll be us. It'll be our home game if it's there. Uh, we'll, we'll dress that bad boy up. That's for sure. Uh, all right. I see the comments. Keep them going, guys. We're going to hit you in the second half when we get after the preview. Um, definitely fire some questions. I know you're going to have more for me um, at that stage because why would you not, right? Um, all right. So let's move this one on forward. Tony, it is your time to shine, sir. It is community news. So not much, too much on community news. Um, of course, the Mo Fascio futsal court still needs to be built. So if you can donate anything you can to our fallen brethren, it will be under um, lafc.com slash Mo dash Fascio. Um, donate a dollar, donate whatever you can. Let's get this thing built as soon as possible. Of course, these cats make noise when I speak. Um and then, of course, we also have an LAFC event for, as we always do, give back. It's called the Hashtag Lunch Bag event. It will be Thursday, August 17th, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at BMO Stadium. Pretty much making a lunch bag for the homeless in Los Angeles. So if you have time to, you know, contribute your time and donate anything in your time to, you know, build these things up, um, just sign up on their website and yeah that is all for community news for the moment short and sweet and in middle leagues cup and no need for watch parties because we're eternal hosts so there we are all right let's move it to of course araceli getting out here in the middle of the night to do this for us what's going on in the world of lafc2 araceli oh no c2 Along the league itself, because as most know, uh, MLS Next Pro has a significantly shorter season than that of MLS. September 24th is decision day. We are already at that point of starting to eliminate teams from playoffs and just really getting ready for playoffs on our end. So I imagine going through LEFC2, although I will be blunt, playoff hopes are very dim as they are placed in the Western Conference. But, I mean, it's the world of soccer. You never know. There might be some surprises there, especially with their two new signings that they have. I will butcher Lenzo's uh, last name, so bear with me. LEFC2 recently signed... Del Valle. He is a 19 year old defender from Juventus and he is also part of the Italian um, international squad or national squad for the U19s who just recently won the U19 championship last month. Uh, he was signed to a multi year contract and within 24 hours, they also signed a midfielder. Uh, Tommy Musto, which ironically, leading into the game itself, 
LAFC hosted Austin, which they fell in penalties four to three. Musto, brand new signing, he received a red card in the 22nd minute. So that's one way to make a debut. But on the flip side, uh, Max was back in goal. It is Crepo's second uh, start with LAFC 2. And as we kind of mentioned in the last show, he's still not a full 90 in my opinion, but he he's definitely getting back to full strength. And to see them, to see him continue to start for LAFC 2 is a very positive thing, especially since he was on the bench uh, for the last LAFC match. But in the penalty, it, the penalty shootout itself, he did show a very strong showing in the beginning, denying Austin uh, three straight shots. Unfortunately, he did seem a little shaky kind of towards the end. But as you know with LAFC 2, when it comes to penalties, it is not their best. So, unfortunately, they But the the team will have... Uh, two more chances to kind of make up some points, whereas for this week is a double match day for them. The first being on Wednesday, LUC two hosts uh, Minnesota um, at Titan Stadium. It's a seven o'clock kickoff. If you can't make the match, it will be streamed on MLS Next Pro uh, site. And the second match is actually Saturday as they host Carson in the second edition of El Traffic Chico. I know it's not the best name, but it, 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 trust me, the first meeting with them, it was a very good matchup. So I would not expect anything less for this. It is a one o'clock kickoff, but again, if you're unable to make the match, it will be streamed on Apple TV. And as I've alluded to the beginning it's already coming down to the wire for the league. So things are starting to ramp up on my end. And ooh, it's been a journey. <laughs> Without a doubt. Um, thank you for mentioning the the game against Carson, too. Um, big thing on that. I know 32-52. They're going to have a big presence of that in, in that game. If you want to be a part of that, please reach out to your specific supporter groups for tickets um ticket rates um supporters of course are on a different different price point i'll say it like that um so reach out to your supporter groups get your tickets for for next to nothing um and get out there and make some noise for the boys critical uh they need it and maybe max will be in that game again who knows and of course an italian defender so that can't be all that bad and i'll talk about the italian defender um, I've never seen a signing that fits so well into, Hey, this is how you create cap space. Here we go. Two year deal. LAFC two. They take the majority of the, of the, of the dough. Um, and you know, looks good for us. I don't see him staying down there for very long. Let's be real. Um, I definitely see him going kind of on a two way deal as things progress. Um, if he doesn't get a call up, I'll be shocked. Um, but having Chiellini as your as your mentor for a, even a short period of time is is pretty epic for an Italian defender. Um, seeing how he's active on the youth national teams, yeah, LAFC two is a bizarre move. Unless you go for context, 
And the context is, of course, proper teacher, opportunity to play for his first team pretty quickly. So I'm excited. Let's see how he plays out there. Again, can't give major judgment, but again, if you're part of the youth national setup for Italy, I'm assuming you're pretty darn good. Uh, Tony, what do you think, man? I would hope so, especially coming from the, the, as a defender. You know, if you know anything about Italian football, we, they thrive on, you know, defense, and that's what wins them multiple World Cup wins. Like I said, every country has a different aspect to the game and Italian football, of course, defense is a big, big thing. Yeah, uh, essential, essential. Um, and yeah, I, again, I just feel it's it's just one of those strategic things that that, that they wanted to do. Um, so he gets the experience. There's There's got to be a lot of conversations on the back end, I got to think. So uh, I'm looking forward to see how he does. Maybe we'll be seeing him in that game against LAFC two or, or against the uh, yeah, against Carson. That'll probably be the big debut for him, I think. Um, and uh, we'll be there to see it, I think. Right, Tony? You make that trip? I will try to. Again, you know, have to go all the way to the seats. A nice little drive for myself. But if I will, if you ever see me there, you already know what I'll be doing. And again. Probably won't be watching the game as best I cannot. Oh no, we watched the game. I went last time and we still sing. Araceli can can attest to that. <laughs> uh Mario from Empire Boys has got it down. Uh he's got his crew locked in. Empire Empire Boys go strong in that, as do a bunch of other groups. But uh credit to Mario for for just rocking it out there and, and yeah. everybody organized. It's he's been impressive, I'll be honest. Um so go out and join him. He needs the help, guys. Yeah, really, he credit. does. Um, Credit for him to like bring the whole 3252 together for the LAFC too as well. You know what I mean? Not just the Empire Boys, but like everybody who shows up with Luckies and everything, just culminating trying to make a mini North End with the 3252 there. Oh, for those that go, it's a party. Um, it legit, it's a party. Uh, it's a good atmosphere. Rich and the boys are there too. Pretty much the entire technical staff is there. Uh, so if you want to meet some people, <laughs> it's a good chance to when you're there because everyone it's is a there. Lot I can do stairs, but we got a little bit of a chat. Let's go for that again, Araceli. It was a little bit, uh, a little bit chopped. Man, she had some cool stuff because she was there. She was amazing. Um, yeah. It, it, uh, <laughs> I think can we hear her now? Can we hear? It? Go for it again, Araceli. Uh, can you hear me? I can hear you now. And now I can. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Araceli has got technical difficulties like crazy here for the moment. Um, man. All right. You want to try one more time? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear? Okay. The the stairs yeah, of the stadium. <laughs> don't... Mm -hmm. The stairs of the stadium. That's what I was trying to say. I don't like it. Oh, yeah. No, nobody likes the stairs to the stadium. It's like halfway up and down the Coliseum, and you're in a little Titan stadium, but it feels like that. And I think I did it three times and thought I was going to die the next day. It's just the way it is. Uh, but everybody's got to do it. That's just how the stadium's built. Deal with it. It's good exercise, people. Um, yeah. So Araceli was going up and down the stairs with camera in hand at times, everywhere, all at once, on the field, 
yeah, putting in the work. Um, I know she won't be here for the next one, but if you were there, you were lucky enough to see Araceli, and she's amazing. So thank you, Araceli, for the gift as well. Um, and uh, dude, covering it proper for LAFC too, let's be real. Best, best and brightest, no doubt about that. And, of course, adding in the Wrexham fun. Um, dude, you're doing it right. Keep it up. All right, Tony, anything you want to add in there, sir? No, nothing else. Now on to the Black in Gold Vinyl Club Minutes. Ooh, yes. And I had kind of fun with this one. And we needed to find a reaction or a connection to uh, Utah. I gave up on Salt Lake. We ran out of, ran out of bands, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> I just want to imagine Dragons 27 times and then throwing a little bit of Killers. And, and yeah, no, we got some new. So for this one, I went with a Bay Area band with a Utah connection. Of course, that would be Rancid. And you're like, why Rancid? You've done Rancid before. I have, but for very different reasons. It's always San Jose. So here we go. Drummer of the band is Brandon uh, Steineckert. He is from Utah. In fact, he is an RSL fan um, and was a part of their their really weird anthem that they like to, they're so proud of where they actually call themselves Real. It's, it's funny, guys. Um, okay, so he's a part of that. So that's your connection to have Rancid connected to RSL. Um, I'm going to go with their 2014 album, Honor Is All We Know, because there's a song called collision course and guess what we have a collision course with chicho tomorrow so i think it's perfectly fitting for our vinyl club album of the week so there it is fine choice guys i think we got that one good got it covered let's get to the football all right leagues cup update interesting times if you're watching this game if you missed the last miami game see i called him miami tony uh you missed something special um, I will say this. The one thing this tournament has been good at, I wouldn't say crowds. It's not crowds. Um, it's been some surprise results, some high-scoring results, some bizarre stuff. Some teams we thought were going to go deep get dumped early. Looking at you, uh, Pachuca. Uh, looking at you, Guadalajara. Um, and others just getting to it. Um, of course, Miami last night, they tied 4-4 against FC Dallas. So they're the first team into the semifinals. Crazy thing is they were down 4-2, should have been toast. Uh, Mr. Ferreira missed two easy, easy goals. Let's be honest. It should have been 6-4. I know, 6-4 for football much? Yeah, because defense doesn't matter for these two teams. Um, should have been 6-4. Of course, Messi with the heroics is the reason why it ended 4-4. Um, he was a part of every goal, including the amazing own goal from, from a former LAFC player who shall not be named out of his own embarrassment. Um, dude, that was a fine header, though, I must admit. Uh, but yeah, 4-4. Uh, they won it 5-3 on penalty kicks. Miami moves on, so they're the first into the semifinals. You're like, well, who, who are they going to play? Who are they going to play? Now, here's the laughable side of the bracket. For their hard work against Dallas, they have the tough job of facing Liga MX Giants. Now, nothing Liga MX to get to MLS all the way through. They're playing the winner between Charlotte and Houston. What? Yeah, uh, that gets them. Well, they're in the finals. I'll say this: they're in the quarters. But um, yeah, it'll be Charlotte and Houston. Now, who might they face? Who might they play after that? Um, I think tonight. What did Kerrero pull it off, guys? Yes, yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, they were up 
last time I checked before we went on air. Um, and then the other one was Philly and uh, Red Bull New York. Who took that one, guys? Last night? Oh, I mean, tonight. Sorry. Tonight. Well, tonight was Caretro and New England, and Caretro took that. And then the other one mm-hmm. was Charlotte and Houston, and Charlotte took that. So Charlotte against Miami is the lineup. And then Caretro played plays the winner between Philadelphia and Red Bull New York. Yeah. Um, we'll see how that one. Is that one tomorrow's? I thought it was today. I thought they were playing two today. Um, tomorrow it will be um, America, Nashville, Philadelphia, New York, Red Bulls, okay. Toluca, Minnesota, Tigres, Monterrey, LAFC, and Salt Lake, as we are. So, as got we it. Said. Okay. So, so Caratro waits for Philly or Red Bull, New York. That's mm-hmm. the story. And then that side of the bracket is finished, where only one Leo Mekis team remains, and it's Caratro. Go figure, man. Uh, look at you, how lucky you are, Mr. Messi. All oh. right, now comes our story, right? And and looking at the brackets, you have a Club America playing Nashville. That's going to be a bruiser. Um, then you have uh, Toluca playing Minnesota. Toluca's looking like fire right now. I ain't going to lie. They look like fun. Um, they look ready for this. They're taking it super serious. Uh, then you have, of course, the Tigres and Monterey rivalry match uh, by way of the United States. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, of course, the winner of that plays the winner of us, which is LAFC versus RSL, which we're going to preview right now. I mean, for the for, for LAFC to make it all the way, let's logically look at this. You have the winner of Tigres or Monterrey. Dude, brutal, brutal, right? Not easy. We have Guignac talking smack. So there's something to put on the wall right there. And Monterrey, who just gets the job done, they're just good. So we'll see who wins from that one. Um, I'm going to think Toluca is going to make their way through Minnesota and then Club Club America and Nashville toss up. But of course, Club America has got advantage, right? Except they're not at home. So could be interesting. This tournament has seen plenty of upsets. But I mean, worst case scenario, I mean, it, we could basically have to deal with Tigres or Monterey and then play Club America after that. Not easy. We, we get the true Leagues Cup and Miami gets whatever that is. So... Uh, yeah, should be interesting. We'll see how it goes. Um, things look good on their side. Our side, we got to work. That is for certain. Where We need people healthy, rested, and ready to go, which brings us to tomorrow, where at 7.30, we take on Real Salt Lake. Parking or no parking, I know you all be there. Um, as you heard, the Exhibition Park is closed unless you prepaid for parking, but hey, get there. We got rapid transit. It works. All right. Uh, looking into this, Tony, do you want to go with the form for these guys? You want me to let this rip? Um, for the form with them or the head to head? Because the form with them form is, is yeah, well, it is, especially with, you know, a win against Leon 3 1. Again, everyone thought Leon was going to take that one. But of course, they have a two former weapons that we had and knows how to finish they ended up beating um ended up in group stage of course losing to monterey 3-0 winning against uh seattle 3-0 winning against new york 3-1 and of course ended up tying in regular season to sporting kansas city as you see in those last five games you only have one shutout Mm -hmm. 
They score more than the other guy. That's how they play their game. Um, defense, what's that? Um, and again, you're not sure who's going to show up each game. Uh, a little bit inconsistency. The last the last lineup does look like something that could become consistent. Um, on our end, of course, we got a good rest. I really don't want to follow, follow much before that because I don't think it really matters now that we have a rested side. Am I right in that, Tony? Who cares about the run of form? We're looking good after the one. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to get lost in it now head to head. Of course, that's the interesting thing in this series. If you've ever seen a team get punished for knocking us out of the playoffs in the first season, guess what? That's RSL. Uh, what's that record there, Tony? Uh, 12 and two, 12 wins, two losses for us. Um, but I should say this with a big emphasis is they're a different team. They have more firepower up front. They have been spending the money. So don't expect this 12 this twelve wins and two losses to continue. This is going to be a tough battle. Yeah, no, it's going to be tough. Yes, we beat them the last five games. But again, I you can't you can't look at them the same way anymore. They have a different front line. They have a lot of depth because of this different front line. The way they set up is different than they've done in the past. It's, it is very interesting. Now, injured, before we get into the lineup, let's talk about who might be out, who might be in. Of course, we're listing uh, Palencia, Cripo, and Murillo as injured. But if you follow social media, guess what? Murillo said he was ready. I kid you not. Look on social media. Cripo, he's stopping PKs for LAC2. Y'all know he's back. And Palencia just played. So the only guy... I think at this point that we have to list as a day-to-day -day potential maybe out would be Carlos Vela. Uh, we don't know. It's going to be a game-time decision. And, Tony, what, what does Dolo do when there's a game-time decision? He doesn't say anything until game time. So um, there have been reports does... that he won't show up, but you never know what Dolo might have up his sleeve. Roll those dice. Has he ever played someone who's listed as day-to-day? Yes, he has. Who would that be, sir? Because it's I, rare. <laughs> yeah, I think if the last time I remember that was a Cosa. And Palencia last game. Oh, yeah, true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Palencia, but I felt like Palencia was already yeah. back in full form. But see, look. Yeah, it's, it's funky. But um, I'd be, honestly, if he is really a game time decision, I don't expect him to play unless we absolutely need him. Um, he'd be kind of like the, the fire extinguisher on the side of the bench. He's not, they're not breaking that open until they absolutely have to. Um, so I don't anticipate him to start if this is the case. On the other side, the only three listed I see are Zachary Farnsworth, uh, Michael Chang Ramirez, and Eric Holt. Yeah, not a whole lot out for them as well, which again helps them with their depth, helps them with that, what they're building. Now, looking at the players to watch. Uh, big ones, Jeff Jefferson Savarino, six goals already, followed by Muskovsky at five, um, and then Anderson Julio at four. Below that, of course, is that's right, Chicho Orango. He's at three already and only six games played. What producing, of course, he's Chicho, he produces. Um, assists, you got Pablo Ruiz with four, uh, Carlos Gomez and Danny Muskovsky all have four for their top three. Again, Moose is having one heck of a year at five goals and four assists. Good on him. Um, goals and assists mix. Again, Musovsky is tied for the top with Savarino. Ain't that wild, people? Uh, Moose is fitting in well in Salt Lake. What a shock. 
Um, back to, of course, Arango again. Six games, three goals is darn impressive just coming back to a new team. Fitting right in, and of course, his new strike partner. And it's the first time they've actually made them the full-time strike partners was the last game, um, Danny Masovsky. So familiar faces will be facing off and starting against us. I can't see it any other way after that amazing performance. Tony, do you think they're going to go with one of their older lineups or this is what we got? This is what we got, to be honest. Like, why would you change it, especially if you thrash the current uh, champion uh, league champions, you know? Yeah. Um, Leon, right? Um, yeah, you, you expect them to be in it. Now, looking at that lineup from the last game, of course, Arango Musovski up top. Uh, their midfield was anchored by Ruiz and Ojeda with Savarino and Luna on the sides. Yes, folks, it's a 4-4-2. Uh, Backline, Vera and Silva with Anelli as your right back and Brody as your left back. McMath, yeah, McMath was in goal. I expect him to start again. Why would he not? Good substitutions. Again, they now have decent subs because of bringing in Arango. Uh, they brought in uh, Anderson Julio, Brian Oviedo, uh, Bodhi Hidalgo. He's an interesting character. Uh, and then uh, Rubio Ruben. Um, which let's be honest, Ruben was a starter before Rongo got here. I know. Interesting. Uh, but that's how it goes. Now looking at the lineup before we lost three, nothing again, Jekyll and Hyde moment here. Um, it was a Rongo and Ruben. Yeah, it didn't go so well. So do you expect it to be the same other than that? Pretty similar, except Silva was in rather than glad. Or I mean, glad was in rather than Silva got that mixed up, but yeah. Um, otherwise pretty similar lineups, except that top line strike partner pairing, um, that went wild on the day and, and looked the part that's for sure. Um, looking at this one, Araceli, uh, I know you're, you're probably familiar with some of the faces that I mentioned in this thing. Uh, what are your thoughts on their starting lineup? Do you think there's going to be major changes outside of the Leon one or look for it to be pretty much the same story? I predict that it's going to be pretty much the same story, especially with it being, kind of a little bit of a homecoming for Chicho and uh, Danny. So I, I don't suspect there'd be too much of a change up, but then again, it is RSL. So they might have some tricks up their sleeve. Yeah. Um, they're capable of it this time. They actually have more depth this time. They look really well organized. Again, backline's not the story. It isn't for these guys, but they got weapons. They definitely can catch you on counters like crazy. Um, any, any other names besides Muscovsky and Arango that you'd expect? I know their leading scorer is a different player, of course, which is Taverino. Um, but anybody else that we should really be really worried about in that lineup? Um, that's, that's a little bit of a tough one, I guess. Severino, really? Um, yeah, I mean, he's their guy. <laughs> that's for sure. All right, I'm bringing um, the lineup. Do you know anything about Bodhi Hidalgo? I know he's a trippy, trippy kind of player. I know he came through their academy, don't. though. Sorry to say. Yeah. Okay. I you'll see him, guys. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Pretty decent player. Uh, he'll get minutes. That's for sure. Um, outside of that, again, uh, I think the story is us and what we're going to do in this game. How are we going to look? How's it going to feel? <sighs> Back line, is it going to be the same? So I'm going to go right back to you, Tony. Are they going to stay with the same back line as we saw last time? Um, again, 
I want okay, to play so, devil's advocate, but uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? So they may try to change up the lineup a little bit, but coming off, you know, coming off that game, I don't see them doing it, especially since, you know, Leon shut us down when they played us and they suggested if Leon put, we played Leon this way with our defense in the back line, I feel we can play um, LAFC. But again, that was at home. And now they have to travel to us, so that might change the lineup just a tad bit, depending on who has experience here than other people. Right. And so if if Keelini is good to go, Keelini is good to go. Um, if Keelini can't go, obviously Mario. I know he's shaking his head right now. Mario would be the choice since he says he's ready. Um, I can't see it any other way than that. But if Keelini is good, he's good. I think he's got enough time off. Um, the big story will be the rest of the lineup. And the story about Vela. If Vela is out, Tony, or actually Aristotle, I go to you first in this one. If if Vela is indeed out of this match, or at least out of the starting lineup, who's your top three? Who are your strike partners in this? Assuming he's out, I would go with uh Buke, Bawanga, and Bogus, unless we want to be crazy and start Nathan. Or Das. To start, hmm, it would be tough to see. I, I do think that would be a hard ask for the kid. Um, I'll go to you, Tony. What are you thinking for your top three? Your attacking for top three in us. Um, I would say, of course, Bwanga. Um, I would. Why not? Just to change it up. When we might have changed the midfield is Bogus and. Uh, uh, what is his name? Bogus and oh my god, he's leaving my head. Tillman, not Tillman. Our other sh- striker. Oh my god, I apologize. I am blanking on his name. Bogus. Buke. Buke. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> All right, I'll throw you. I'll throw out mine. Um, it definitely, I think it's gonna be Buongo, Bogus, and Puke. Tillman didn't dress last game, right? Am I wrong in this? So he's rested and ready to go. Um, he is. I did see him warm up before the game, so he, we know he was still when they warm he's up fine. before. Yeah. He, it's the he's not playing that game, so he should be fine for this game. Yeah, he was rested for the day. Um, I think if if that's the case, and Bogus has to go up top, I think Tillman fits well into this match and the way things are setting up. Right, they go too deep. They, even though it's a four-four-two, their two midfielders actually drop it pretty low. Um, they're kind of two-way uh, midfielders, so I think that fits Tillman's game. Um, and I would say it would be Tillman, Sanchez, Acosta as your midfield, um, and then the back line stays the same. But yeah, if Villa goes, of course, different story. But I just think he'll be saved for this as, as needed. Um, and of course, that brings uh, was it Fufu? I'm gonna say that right. Is that really what he's going by? Um, does he feature in this match? Is he a second half sub? The new face. I'll go to you, uh, Aristella. Do you think the new the new boy features here? I see it as a as him coming in as a sub, like a halftime sub, maybe. Now, who would that push out of the lineup if that was the case? That's the hard part. Duenas. More unlikely. Yeah. 
that'd be tough, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> we'll see what happens there, guys. Um, yeah, it, it's a tough ask. Now, uh, you know how Dolo is at rewarding players who play well. Um, Ordaz is the story at this point. Um, and Tony mentioned it, and then Araceli was mentioning it. Uh, Tony, I'll, I'm going to throw it back to you. He features in this match, but probably late, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%, unless he feels like Ordaz can start. But, I, again, he is our super sub until he shows that he's no longer a super sub, which is going to be hard to break that front line. So Now with a new is, face coming in. Yeah, yeah exactly. So um, I just see him as a pivotal pit can you speak a very pivotal pivotal thank you thank you uh player for us moving forward yeah it's gonna be again good competition that's for sure and our dad needs minutes now that he's producing i know it's one but it's still he's producing he's producing chances he's still a chance guy so uh we'll see what happens i'm gonna throw it back to you guys I know there's a couple comments out, so we'll tackle those guys. Give us your potential 11. Who do you think features in this? Again, Vela with that giant question mark kind of throws things kind of out of whack. Um, So let's go with that. All right, let's see who is talking on here. Ooh, let's see. Here we go, foo-foo crowd. Um, Would love to see Krastev and Duenas become a midfield sensation. A one-two combo of sorts. I can see them piecing up midfielders for years to come, although I did read that they're right. $7 million buyout. Is that all it is? Um, Okay. Interesting. Now, uh, Soccer USA also says, any news on updates on the relationship with Bayern or FC Wacker? Um, will they be sending LAC two to Austria or in Germany for off season training perhaps? So from my understanding, it goes deeper. Um, it goes more Academy based, I'd say. Um, it also is kind of a halfway, uh, for certain players who, who are on their way to feature for us, but are still young over there. Um, it also gives Bayern a chance with Wacker to actually have guys developing there too and drive up the street, right? couple hour drive um so everyone wins at Vacher, right and Vacher wins the most because they'll have talented players from two organizations that i'm figuring on um so it's kind of a good setup for everybody um that also gives us our connection with Bayern too where players can go back and forth and so um, i think it's more academy based uh than lafc too but you know there might be a few that feature over there in the offseason it, it would make sense they build your, they get to play year-round ball um so yeah, uh, the Vacher thing, we're still trying to get that all pieced together. But I just know that a lot of good LAFC people have spent a lot of days on the ground uh, in Austria, a lot of time over there uh, to get things right, to make things right, to make things uh, beneficial for all involved. Because Vacher didn't have a great season last year either. Okay, terrible season last season. Um, and so they're trying for a recovery too. Yeah, they have they have to perform from here on out. So um yeah we will see we will see i I expect it but again they got to get out of the season maybe these last minute signings might be suggesting something because it is kind of interesting right aristotle where someone would get signed it's like she froze a little bit but someone would get signed right before the season's potentially ending right oh there's always uh possibilities can you hear me 
I can hear you. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so I know you paused for a quick second there. So I was like, gonna get a word of worried. No, I, I actually was gonna chime in to say that with that, we do have an LUC two player that's currently with Byron right now. That Ryan, uh, Ryan Aoub, Aoub. I, I feel like I'm mispronouncing yeah, his name, yeah. but he's been with them for roughly two months now. And I'm not exactly sure what the relationship is with it. If he's going to continue to be with Byron or if he will come back at some point, that is something we are working to try to figure out the agreement per se. But I mean, it's already happening. It's already happening. And, and he's already worn that captain's armband when they went on the South American tour. Um, so I think he's featuring highly already, or he's highly thought of or thought of with Byron. Um, they see a lot in him. Uh, and so he would be one of those guys that would, would logically play for Vacher if we're going to keep him under contract with us. Um, but if they offer him, you know, a different kind of deal, especially with the red and gold initiative, uh, where he now features for, for Byron's second side, that would be your first success story. Big. It's already a success story, but even bigger if he ends up with a, a contract switch up, of course, um, and gets time with Byron's second side, too. So we'll see. Um, I, I, good things for him, I guess. Good news for him. Um, but I, yeah, he's not going to be alone. I don't think that's going to be an issue there. He won't be alone. Can you imagine if if Mr. Ordas at the end of the season, say in the winter break, takes a trip to Bavaria? Uh, gets his chance to, to hone some skills over there, get some competitive games in extra minutes in those competitive games, not in a silent uh, Titan stadium, but a loud Vacher stadium or, or beyond um, good on them. Same with Torres, same as Dwayne I know they're top side now too, but let's be real. If they can get a chance to play year round football, they're going to play year round football and that will be good. That'll be really good. Um, Saki says, what are the chances LEC keep Maldonado? Well, I would say this, he is so committed. I believe he denied his national team, like the call up last time. So he's committed to it. Right. Um, I think we keep him. I do. I, th I think there's, there's something there, uh, but we can't leave him. I mean, he got totally isolated with all the injuries. So it, it was tough for him. He needed a rest and he was playing well past it. Um, oh gosh, down on hill. Uh, BGVC suggestion for next match, uh, versus RSL Morbin Tabernacle Choir. Well, then maybe the bells, man. I, yeah, fun times, fun times. Uh, Team Bania Red Bull game got postponed, so that's what happened with that match. Okay, um, yeah, it was on the schedule as it is today, and I'm like, what happened? Um, all right. Uh, Soccer USA MLS wants to wear LAC so Messi can have a chance. Don't be scared. I'm not scared of those guys. They score a lot of goals, but Vela on the end of it rather than Ferreira, I'm feeling pretty good as well as Boanga. So, yeah. Uh, Soccer USA, in your opinion, at this stage in the League's Cup, which club has been the biggest disappointment? Uh, biggest surprise? I mean, it would have to be Pachuca, right? Getting bounced so early? That's embarrassing. Same with Guadalajara. I mean, I think the biggest disappointment is all of these Liga Mekis teams dropping so early. I don't think anybody kind of expected it to be the way it was and some of the shockers that we've seen. Um, but, yeah, uh, it, it, I think we're there at in their season. They're getting that taste we're getting when we play Champions League ball. We're not at our best. We have to still play. 
taste of our medicine, I guess you could say. Um, yeah, no, Liam Eckes as a whole, I think, has been disappointing if you really want to throw it in there. It's, they're not getting the results they thought they would get. That's for sure. Um, but the usual suspects that have been showing the story outside of Pachuca are still doing it. They're just on our side of the bracket, right? Monterey, Tigers look right. Club America, they'll be fine. Guadalajara, yeah, shocked. But, yeah, it is what it is. Um, so there's my two. Uh, Trashy Man in the mix. Uh, we have Soccer USA, Faith in Nathan. I have Faith in Nathan. He's a good, good player. Again, hey, I could probably be in Europe, you know, like in the offseason. Why would he not be? Um, Anthony Bermudez says, uh, Vela on the bench is a possibility. I think that would probably be the lead story here. Not that he's not dressing, that that he'll be the the uh in case of in case of fire break glass. Um, get him in there, you know. Uh, but limited minutes, definitely limited minutes, I think would be my my thought on that one. Not out completely, that's for sure. All right. Good stuff on the comments, guys. Well done tonight. Thank you once again for volunteering it. Uh, you are the lifeblood of the show. You're the reason why we do this thing. It's for the faithful. It will always be for the faithful. Um, keep it up, guys. The more we hear from you, the better. Uh, if we can do things better, let us know as well. Um, we're always looking to improve. That's for sure. Now, um, it's come to that point, guys. We are at the end of this thing. You know, we don't predict games. We predict performances. Um, I'm looking pretty confident for this next one. I think, Tony, you're feeling pretty confident too, right? I'm feeling confident, but also concerned, as always. But just want to put in a good performance. But hopefully the boys show up, unlike other teams that I've seen so far, and put on and show passion on the field. Yeah, don't expect a 7-1, guys. This one's going to be competitive. That's for sure. Uh, Araceli, I'll go to you with final thoughts as well as your impressions for this match. Um, as far as final thoughts go, I mean, it's always the same. Another home game. Just don't be an idiot. Always care for each other. Watch out for each other. I know I say this every game and I will probably continue to say it till the end of the season. But other than that, I'm expecting a very good matchup. No, I don't see it being another seven to one victory. I will be very surprised if it is, but I am looking forward to seeing a good game. Um, otherwise, yeah, just go out there and get the win. There we go. There we go. All right, Tony. Yeah, the floor, sir. Your final thoughts, man. Um, final thoughts, of course, as always, is drink responsibility. It's going to be a hot one, so H2O is very needed. If you need soda, go for it, but I recommend water. Good for you. And also, have fun. Go full 90, like always, on and off the pitch. And let's show... Um, Chicho, a good warm welcome, but as soon as that whistle starts, he's our enemy, and let's give him hell. There we go. And I guess it's time for my final thoughts. First thing I want to say is, again, we love you, Bam. We miss you, Bam. I know you're stuck at work today. You would have been here otherwise, man. Um, yeah, man, you know, we're thinking of you, brother, and we can't wait to have you back on on Thursday. As you guys can tell, we, dude, it's, it's, 
We need Bam. There's no doubt about that. So uh, uh, let's get the win for Bam too, guys. I'm going to throw that out there as well. Um, and, of course, show your pride for this team as best you possibly can. When we stay golden, we mean stay golden. Um, do it the best you possibly can. Treat it like we're playing the top team in the league. It does not matter. There is no rest. There is no uh, what happened last match carries over to this match. It doesn't exist in tournament play. It's legit. It's real. Get loud. Get crazy. Treat it like we're playing a Leon again. Okay. Um, I know we were ready for that one. It didn't happen. But guess what? You need that energy for this. It's a knockout round be there get there as early as you possibly can because of the traffic situation and the terrible parking situation you do not want to miss kickoff and there's a real risk of that with the way traffic is going to be this this game uh so get there early make it happen um yeah yeah i think even christmas tree lane ain't an option i mean it's pretty pretty rough at this point so uh get there early get in the stands get settled let's put on a show like we always do. If we get the win, then we face either Tigres or Monterrey, and that is a monster, a monster. Um, so let's get through this one. Let's get this win. Uh, let, let's remind them that that uh, this is the new LAFC, not the old LAFC. We have a different approach these days. So uh, let's do that. Um, for the rest of you guys, thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Uh, it is essential. I know we, we kind of let you guys down last week with the Thursday uh, move, um, but Dude, logistics made things pretty much impossible for us to get that show off of the ground. Uh, Araceli did jump on to try to help in the in the last second there, even though she wasn't scheduled to come on. Um, she still showed up uh, trying to get us across the line. But, yeah, it just wasn't to be. So we're here now giving you guys a proper preview. And, again, it was better to do it later anyways because we needed to know our results. So on that note, we will be back on Thursday. That is the general plan. Uh, I have every intention to be here. I know this crew does as well. So we will see you guys then. Of course, can't end this without the proper terms. So that's what we do every week. Final word. So let's do this. Araceli, final word. Stay frozen? No. What is it? <laughs> No. There it goes. Stay go golden. for it. There we go. Tony. Stay golden, Los Angeles. And from me to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.